Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 188. In the year 188 AD, Queen Himiko, or Shinghi, wow, begins her reign in Japan. She reigned until 248 AD. My name is Trey. I'm joined by Dylan and Cam. Tucker's at work. How are we doing, gentlemen? We chilling. Yeah, pretty good reign for us, like 50 years. That's pretty decent reign, especially back then. 60 years. Yeah. God dang. Shout out Shingi Wow. Um, That's definitely not how you pronounce it. <laughs> it's not, but I can't oh, pronounce it. Right. It looks right. It's Her last name is W-O and then A with a little uh, hat on. So I don't know oh, how you pronounce it. Wow. So, yeah. Um, all right. Winners and losers. Um, Trey Lance. Third stringer. So any Trey Lance is a bomb takes are in. They are winners. Um, what else we got going? Um, the Yankees franchise in general losers lost eight straight for the first time since '95. Since any of us were born, they lost eight straight. Um, uh, what about the rookie running back? Looks good. Bijan. Oh, Bijan. Yeah, he looks good. And last week I made a joke that I said he sounds like mustard. And now he has a mustard sponsorship. So winner me. Yeah, well, I mean everybody and their mother kind of had that. Yeah, but, well, yeah, did you, you say it? it you said it out loud. I no, said, it. said it out loud. I was getting it's it. Was getting it's recorded in history forever. Um, the episode's not out yet, though. So loser Dill. Um, but so people will not know if I actually predicted that. So it's tough. Um, I'm actually working on that right now. Okay, great. No poll because of that. Um, doesn't matter anyway. Cam, big loser. Cam's Again, a winner. Me, yeah, we all lose. I, 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 I was at work every day this week and last week after we recorded. And I'm like, I'm gonna go home. It's the first thing I'm gonna do. I have a I loser, home and I completely forget. I have a loser. Um, my birthday was last weekend. Lost two hundred dollars. So that's a loser. Me at the casino. Um, but all my friends texted me except for one. Happy birthday. Yeah. Dylan did not <laughs> send me a text. No, Linnea did. Not Dylan. Wow. It's tough. It's uh, a tough look. Called from, you. From called one, you of my, early. one of my good friends there. Called you a couple times. We'll let it slide this year. Um, love you. I love you too. Um, other than that, I don't think I have anything. Does anybody have anything? They want to get off their chest? Um, Feeling like a winner? Feeling like a loser? I don't know if I have a take. I don't have a take. Um, I had one earlier, but I forgot what it was. Should we let the the show run naturally and give our takes as we talk? We could do we that. Talk something? We could do that. Um, I've never seen it done. Always open to the to, uh, new branches to to go with our with our show i can invent one right now oh so so i mentioned at the top of the show the new york yankees lost eight straight um for the first time since 95 before Derek jeter was on the team uh brian cashman came out today and said there needs to be like real internal you know uh investigations done and and really reevaluate where the franchise is heading. The Yankees last won a World Series in what, 09? Yep. 09. So what, what happened in 09? What was going on in 09? Um, I'm sorry, not the White Sox. I don't know what I said. What, are, what, are, what were some popular songs in 09? What were some current events? The Obama um, administration was in Adams Sammy Adams. Sammy Adams is from Boston. Um, I don't. I'm trying to think of like. I'm trying to go curse. I'm trying to figure out curse because this team's clearly cursed. They haven't been to a World Series since '09. Um. All right. When did they move into Yankee New Yankee Stadium? Ooh, that's around that time. Uh, yeah, so my, um, 
Did they win it the first year? Before that. Oh, wait. I don't know before that. Let's, let's do a quick Google search. See, this is why you had Dylan Dylan's idea, because now we're just kind of... Barack Obama we're talking African American president. Yeah, I, I said Obama administration. Oh, I missed um, that. Let's see, what year did this place open? I mean, we can we can do that from now on. I'm just I'm just trying. Except, okay, so they moved in. I broke. They moved in on the in 2009. 2002. That's what I thought. Yeah, first year. All right. So here's the take. Stadium curse. Stadium curse is on. Here's the take. The Yankees will not win another World Series until they build a third identical ballpark across the street and move Back in there. The old soil. And they will win one in that one, and then they'll have to build a new one. Basically, the Yankees will only win World Series every year that they open a new stadium. That's the take. I got there. See? I got there. There it is. Stadium um, curse I like is on. It. I like it. Yeah. I don't think that's uh, that's true. But, um, you know, I like how you got there. And it is true that they did win in this, in this new stadium. So, I'm on board with that. I hope it doesn't happen. But the way it's looking right now, we need to build them a baseball stadium that also consists of no other teams allowing to score runs in it. That's the biggest problem right now is, is is beating the other teams out there. The other teams score more runs than they do. Um, so you've got to build a stadium that prevents that. I mean, perhaps they should uh, make their right fence a little farther away. That might help them. Dill? Stadiums have shorter fences. Dill, stadium curse? I'm on board for stadium curse. That place. House of Pain. Should have never been built. Never, ever. They disturbed all those graves out in center field, moving them over. I assume everyone's buried there, right? They dug up Dave Ruth's bones and moved them over. <laughs> and they, they screwed themselves. Uh, they just have bad mojo. You can't name it the same thing and expect the same results. We need an insurance fraud type deal where like Yankee New York fans need to come into Boston and burn down the garden and Boston fans raid Yankee Stadium and burn it down. And then, you know, we shake hands and part as equals. Build ourselves some new stadiums. All right, who's got to take? Or do we want to just talk? I can, I mean, I got one. I can't even know. Um, there's a lot of talk this year in football. The, uh, it's college football. The, the moving around of different conferences and the transfer portal. And there's one team that's kind of smacked out in the middle of it. And it's them Colorado Buffaloes. Now, this team is under more uh, media attention than, than most, not only because of the transfers. Uh, they are going to the Big 12. But their head coach is obviously... Time time Deion Sanders. Now, I think Deion is a bad coach. He has all the recruits in the world under him. He couldn't win in Jackson State. Um, was that the name of the school? Jackson State. I I think his first year at Colorado, doing this year, he's not going to have enough support around him, and he's going to have to actually do his job. I think they are three win. Um, I, I think they're projected right now to have about six wins, uh, which is, which I thought was worse. My original take was going to be 500, um, but I got to I got to go more wasted. I think they're bad. I think they win the little games and they prove that he's not a good coach. However, he brings in talent, so next year they're just going to hire a fire offensive coordinator, pay him a lot, a great defense coordinator, pay him a lot, and they're going to be a lot better. But since it's the first year and they haven't really been able to do that yet. The Colorado Buffaloes win three games this year under prime time. All right. I was big. I was big on Coach Prime uh, when he first got hired. I was like, they're going to be good. They picked up all these recruits, brought uh, some guys away from some big-time programs. Um, Colorado, not a program that's particularly been great for the past 
forever. Um, as far as I can remember. Um, I thought they were going to be good. I, I think I agree with you, Cam. I, I don't know if he's a great head coach. Um, he's not coached at this level. You know, he did coach a lot of talent in, you know, Juco or whatever the hell that program is. HBCUs, I don't know what league they play in. Um, but I saw a video that kind of changed my mind. And it was at a fight in practice. And it wasn't the fact they were fighting. You know, these things happen. And Coach Prime even, like, gave some advice. He was like, hey, why is one of you fighting? You should all be fighting. If your teammates, like, getting fought, you should all get in there. Like, encouraging the fighting. That's not what bothered me either. It's the fact that every single player had their Instagram handle on the back of their jersey. Not their last name. Instagram ha- handle. Um, it's kind of a, a me culture, that kind of stuff. Yep. It's not a good culture. That's what the kid takes them from. I, I forgot why I wrote it down in my notes, but I saw it there. That's, that's the video I saw. Yeah, not good. Uh, he's also sick. He's like... Having, he's still having foot trouble. And yeah, like he's, foot doesn't he's, Yeah, he's always hurt and like missing time. And I agree. I think they're going to be bad. Um, I'll, so I'll, one, of the, one other thing I just found, uh, they had a scrimmage recently and uh, apparently they had people just walking off the field very quick. Yeah, scrimmage. it's a me culture. That's what's going to happen. If they're not getting the shine, if they're not playing well, if the t- going gets tough, they're like, screw this, I'm not doing this. Um, I agree. Uh, Dell? Um, I don't know much about college football, um, but sounds like it's not going well for the old Colorado team. Um, what has Colorado ever done in general? In the state. First one to legalize weed, that's about it. Um, just not a winning, winning vibe over there. The, the state's too rectangle. It's too square. I don't like it. Um, and it, it's not, it's not that, uh, the football team has been good in the past, but to Cam's point, they're not going to be good in the future. So we're going to agree. <laughs> how's also, that, how's that his, for an analysis? His son is the quarterback, by the way. I don't know if that helps oh, you. Oh, that makes it a hundred <laughs> times worse. Yep. Yeah, they're going to lose by a million. Three wins. Colorado Buffaloes lock it in. Square state. Two square. Did you? <laughs> two square. Did you hear what we said about the Instagram handles? Did you miss did yeah, you that? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. So they showed up, the, like, they were actually, like, printed on the back. Yeah, that's their practice cool. jersey has their Instagram handles. Yeah, on them. yeah they're, they're I uh, uh, I will say one thing. I love the most beautiful campus I've ever visited. Really do like the Colorado uh, Buffalo Buffalo campus and stadium. So I give them that. But uh, three wins. Let's go Buffs. Uh, Dill, you got a take? I do football uh, NFL. Um, we're gonna talk Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, the Steelers are in. Still second favorite team. They are my second favorite team. Uh, just because I've always, always been a Big Ben fan. Uh, my dad liked the Steelers when he was a kid. He wasn't huge into football, but Patriots sucked when he was a kid. And his like, uncle or somebody liked the Steelers. So, a little backstory for you. Um, so, he, so, he, the Steelers are in a rebuild, uh, for sure, obviously. Um, they had some minor success last year, but they squeaked by like nine and eight. Or did they have a tie? I, I think they remember. went at least, they did not go under 500. That's all I know. Yes. So they were nine and eight. Yeah. So this team has not gone, gone below 500 since. 2003. Take is the Steelers will go 500, under 500 this year. Uh, and they're going to have a worse record than what they had in 2003, which was 6 and 10. So I guess they can go 6 and 11. And now they're going to have six wins max this year. See, I think the Steelers, I think they are, 
I, I respect the hell out of them. Um, I wouldn't say I'd like them just because they've been such a rival of ours for years. Um, it doesn't really matter now with Big Ben gone and Brady gone. But um, I think Mike Tomlin's a great head coach, and I think he doesn't get enough credit. He's dealt with some crap, too. He's put up with some really bad dudes. <laughs> um, so, oh, I think he's a fantastic head coach. He might be one of the might be the best head coach of the past 20 years, like in terms of consistently consistency with like not like, I mean, I had Antonio yeah, Brown at his best. That would be Bill Belichick. I, I, I'm not talking about record wise. I mean, coaching wise and in like terms getting of getting buy-in to your players. Yeah. I mean, it's a take. I, I see what you're saying. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's good for something for me. I really do. I still think like as much crap as I give Bill, I still think he he alone in coaching is good for like five or six wins. If it was like if if he's coaching head to head against most coaches in the NFL with the same exact roster, I'll give him the uh, I'll give him the edge almost every time. Tomlin's a similar guy. Um, I still think that's good for something in this league. Um, I think there's a lot of dumb coaches that screw it up uh, and, and try to overcomplicate things, and I don't think he does that. Um, so I'm going to disagree. I think they go at least 500 again. I just think they're consistent. They might not be world beaters. I actually think they'll be better than they were last year. Uh, I don't see them winning the division. I don't see anything crazy like that happening. I don't see even see them making the wild card, but I think they'll uh, – They'll be in the mix at the end of the year for the wild card. Uh, Cam? Yep, I agree with that. I think they're going to be in the mix as well. I don't see them making the playoffs either. We'll get into that next week, I think, next week. Next week? Um, but, yeah, no, I can't agree with this just because kind of what Trey said, uh, the, the coaching factor has to play, play in somewhere, especially in that division. It's so competitive. You're, you're bound to get three three alone there, I'd say. Maybe two. Um, but I just don't see them. You said they're going to have five or less wins. Six or less. I thought they went six and ten. They can oh, go okay. six and eleven. Six, six and eleven is worse. So. Okay. Now, I got, them at, I got them at seven. Sorry. That's Four not far from six. No, it's not. Correct, though. Dangerous no, Can't, can't they, say six uh, when, I know, when I know it's seven or one. They uh, they played obviously everybody in their division, and they played the Niners, Raiders, Rams. I'll give them wins against the Raiders and the Rams for sure. Niners, I bet, would be a close game too. J- Jags, Packers. They lose the Jags. They come close. Back to that. That's a close game for the Packers. Cardinals. Packers stink. Cardinals Patriots. Win. Cardinals stink. Patriots Seahawks. stink. Patriots are bad. Seahawks says a loss. They might, they might win 10, though. Yeah. I'm liking their <laughs> yeah, schedule well, a lot, actually. What I'm saying is they're just going to win six. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's now a wasted take. It's called wasted takes. It's definitely a wasted take now because they have a not that bad a schedule. No, they really don't. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into some topics. Stay on training camp as we have throughout. Not too much that I think really happened uh, that we this week. Not too much developing. Just to, for from a Patriots aspect, they had their preseason game. Mac got out there. Um, the offensive line is a problem. It's a big problem. Um, they've had they have two injuries. Cole Strange, our great first round pick that we. You know, was such a good pick last year. Uh, he's hurt. Who knows when he's being back? Gonna get back. Um, Mike Onwenu, who's been really, really good for us, is also hurt. He came back to practice today, but Mac was getting wrecked in the backfield. Um, other than that, I thought the offense looked all right. Um, I, they had threw some deep balls, which was nice to see. Um, and then uh, Keyshawn Boutte, that kid we've been talking about, he had a really nice touchdown catch. But 
the big story was Isaiah Bolden. Oh, I just remembered the take I was going to give. Damn. Isaiah Bolden, who is a bum DB for the Patriots, not going to make the team, uh, nearly broke his neck, couldn't feel his extremities, got taken to the hospital. He's fine now. Maybe not fine, but he's alive. Um, he's not like paralyzed or anything. And they canceled the game. Um, I think they still had the DeMar Hamlin situation in their minds. Um, and I think, you know, Bill kind of needs, he needs the locker room. He kind of lost the locker room last year. Um, they, they, they had the whole Mac Jones saga and a bunch of guys calling out the play calling and stuff like that. So, uh, I think he did that. I also think that he, I just remembered another take I was going to give. I think that, um, so they canceled their joint practices with the Titans too. They're, they're going home this week instead of going to Tennessee to practice with the Titans. I think he realized that like, Hey, this team is, they need like to be home. They were, they were going to be away for like something like 11 days. He's like, let's just get home and like get our mind right for the season. And, um, do that. So that's another area where it was like very unbelichickian of him to do. Um, I think it's a good decision. I think it's the right decision to not have the guys out there that much. They're all soft now, any day, anyways nowadays. So um, I don't, I don't hate it. I just, it just makes me a little concerned for the mental status of the team if they're kind of like not really wanting to go out and compete, even you know, in, in practices and things like that. So. But uh, other than that, I got nothing on the Pats. I'm trying to think what else happened around the league. Um, so the take I was going to give was that with this DeMar Hamlin situation and, and having major injuries like this, I mean, I feel like maybe it's because it was preseason, but I feel like if there's major injuries like this moving forward, the NFL is going to cancel games. Like there's going to be postponed games. And I was going to make a take that two games were going to get prematurely ended this year because of injuries, because people are like so much more acutely aware of that now. Um, and then I was also going to make a take that the Patriots were going to start the season 0-4. So <laughs> those are the two I forgot. But uh, Cam, we'll go to you. Any thoughts you have on that stuff that I mentioned or anything you want to touch on from training camp? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't watch any of the the Patriots. Can you guys hear me? Am I at clip? Yep. Okay. I don't know why it's happening then. Um, if you didn't watch any of the Patriots, I heard Keishon Boot actually um, just hats off to him. He, he's going to now be enshrined, I believe, shortly um, as, as a, a, a second a second guy in a one-two punch that is Demario Douglas, Keishon Boot. And, uh, They'll be recognized in the hall uh, the, the end of the year, I believe. Yeah, greatest draft class of all time already. It's pretty pretty incredible. Biggest two draft deals yeah, of all good time. Good for those guys. Yeah, good for those guys. I will say though, I will say it is impressive that he was the quickest to get to like whatever the milestone was, even faster than Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson at LSU. It was like a catch number, and he was the quickest one to get there or touchdown number or something like that. I think the kid can play. I do. I have more faith in him than I do in uh, Boot, uh, uh, Pop Douglas there. Wow. Wow. Two Hall of Famers. Yeah. One draft class. Um, I, I, do, I don't have anything else about the Patriots. I will say the Giants, um, they're going to be a force, man. Uh, Daniel Jones is elite. He's back. All right. Camp hype. And Jalen, no. Hey, look, I never have a, but I also think Jalen Hyatt is going to be uh, a problem. So um, he's just fast. And people say he's too fast. I don't think so. I think he can run rounds. And I think that Cowboys coach that said to him, you know what you're good for or whatever at the camp, and he was like, what am I good for? Tell me. Go ahead, tell me. Uh, it's just uh, he's a great guy, and he's a great route runner, and he's fast. And he beat whoever he beat on that touchdown by three, three miles, I think. So, um, rolling him in into the books with the Mario and Kayshawn, great guys. Uh, 
he might be a Hall of Famer as well. Giants are looking really good all around. The rookie cornerback that they drafted has not allowed a catch yet in practice. So, yeah, that's insane. Um, Dale, you got any anything you want to touch on in camps? Um, Marquise Brown looks like he's terrible. Yeah, he's some been really bad. Highlights of that. Um, that's one. Um, we talked about Bajan looking like a G. The first, uh, his first touch um, in a preseason game was a fantastic run. Uh, that was exciting. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Zappy looks good on the, in, in the past preseason game. Yeah, he looked better than he did week one. So Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I haven't been following much, honestly. But uh, I think everybody is kind of right where we thought. I don't think there's anything, like, strangely surprising. I mean, there's no way to know until uh, the season starts. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I mean, that Trey Lance is actually out, which is pretty – actually is surprising, the fact how out he is. I, I still – I don't know. It's, it, it really doesn't make sense. They're now – they said that they're evaluating options. Why didn't they trade him before the draft? Like now you're in a position where teams know you want to dump them. They're just they'll just wait you out if they really if they really want them. Um, it just doesn't make a ton of sense to me the way that they went about it. The other big story was Jonathan Taylor. So Jonathan Taylor's been yep. going through his situation um, after this like running back uprising. Um, he wants a new deal. Jim Irsay, the owner, who's a nutcase, who I love, um, came out and was like, there's no way we're paying this dude. He's not worth it. Um, what He said something awful. He said something like really bad about it. Um, and then Jonathan Taylor wanted a trade. They said no. And now they're like, okay, go seek a trade. It sounds like the Dolphins are a player. It sounds they so they want a first for him. They're not going to get that. It sounds like nobody wants to give him that. Um, it just I, it doesn't make any sense to me. These guys like play out your rookie deal. Like you'll get paid. I, I understand he wants the contract extension, but like he's I think he's overplaying his hand. He's not like he had that really good year for sure, but. Other than that, like last year, he wasn't great, was he? Like they're just running backs. You have to. I feel like you just got to kind of keep quiet and put up numbers, and then hope that you like get a deal. But I don't know, Cam. Your your take on that situation? Um, go ahead, I'll go because we can't hear Cam. Uh, hello. Oh, yeah, Dylan, you go, Dylan, go ahead. Okay. Um, Taylor, yeah, explosive. Like, is that one season, was it like two, three years ago? Two years ago. Um, I think Tucker actually pinned him as um, going to be really, really good, like at the beginning of the season. He maybe did. Even before I think the it was started. his take of the year candidate was like after week one saying he was going to have the rushing title when he was right. Yeah, he just had, like, crazy explosiveness, like, lateral movement, and he got hurt, right? Didn't he get hurt? I don't think he was he out. Had. He was out a bunch. It might have been okay. last last year he might have been out a bunch, but... He was hurt. Yeah, he was out of her last year. Um, so, I don't know, maybe, uh, you know, he's realizing, you know, I got hurt, now I want to... Like, I, I just want to get paid best I can, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the owner put, put him in a tough spot, being as much of a dick as he was. Oh, that, yeah, that's him. So, I mean, I feel bad for the guy in the sense that he had a tremendous year. Because this happens to a lot of rookies in all sports. You have an extremely good rookie year. You start off so high, and you get paid based on your momentum, it seems, in like my opinion. So like if you start off so high, then you get hurt, have a shit season, and then maybe this year the team's 
crap and you have an even worse season, by the time you it's time to be paid, it's like if you did the exact opposite, had a mediocre, got hurt, then had a really, really good year, then you're going to get paid more. So, like, I, I get where he's coming from, I guess. But uh, like, I don't know what you can do. Um, request a trade, I guess, is what, what they're doing. Or, or, or Can you even request a trade as, on a rookie contract? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess what he yeah, did. Yeah. That's what he did. And so... If I was him, I would try to get the hell out of there. Well, that's what he's doing now. And to be honest with you, he put himself in this position, I think. I don't think this is a, a, a Colts issue. I mean, he's on a rookie contract, and he's, and he's already complaining. Just take your rookie contract like everyone else. Now, I think this is the reason he put himself in this situation, because he made it super vocal. Um I'm going to want money. I want money. And, and Andrew King looking at him is just thinking, okay, well, this is going to be a problem in a couple of years down the line. Yeah, and we're going to have to negotiate this next contract. And also, he's got injury history. He absolutely should just stay on the courts and take take the rookie until he gets a rookie contract. Just try to, try to play hard. We're able to play hard and do well um, for that team already once. You're a rookie. You're still a rookie on the rookie contract. Sorry. That's kind of what I'm saying, Cam. It's like just kind of you gotta kind of keep your mouth shut, especially when you're mad up and down here. Yeah, you're you're not as like you're not you're a established guy. Stock. We've seen guys pop for one year a bunch in this league and then and then get paid and be nothing. So it's like you have to like establish yourself really as like a top rusher before you can you can do that. And especially to do this now when the market's been so volatile for for uh, running backs, it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So, um, all right. Uh, what else? Obviously, we touched Yankees, Red Sox. Um, they got smoked. Garrett Cole, actually, I, I do want to talk about, might be the biggest baby in sports. Um, now, I know Cam likes to defend him, say so he's very good. He's definitely been been good, but he, the Red Sox, own him. Especially Devers. I mean, they just can hit off him. He insinuated they were cheating in an interview. Probably cheating. <laughs> Maybe, but like, if the Red Sox are cheating against the Yankees, why are they sucking butt against everybody else? It's like, I don't think the Red Sox are cheating. If they are, they're legally cheating. He's probably tipping pitches is probably what he's doing. Because um, he's because he, he didn't flat out say like oh they they know what's coming they were like it just seems like they know what's coming sometimes. he like tiptoed around it also know know the room dude know who you are you got caught cheating you after you got caught cheating you stunk right after you got caught now he's rebounded but right after he got caught cheating he wasn't very good without the spider attack um, I think he's a baby I think he's a whiny baby and. I, I really don't like the guy, and I know he's a Yankee, and I'm, I don't like the Yankees in general. I don't have, like, major issues with Judge or anything. I just don't like him because he's very good. I don't like Garrett Cole because he's a baby. Dill, thoughts? Uh, yeah, so Garrett Cole move, moving over to the Yankees was like, here comes the hot shot, you know, best pitcher in the league, coming over to the arguably best team at the time and just immediately was not great. And then got caught cheating. It continued to be bad. Then had some major success in terms of strikeouts and pitches very good for the Yankees for the most part now. But yeah, like you said, does have a lot of issues against the Sox historically. Like I've seen tweets of like 15 lines or 12 lines, whatever it is, you know, Cole starts against the Red Sox. It's just like impressively very bad and well below his averages. Um, that's when you need to sack up as a man, as a ball player and go to work and you just can't do it. And I think it's funny. I like it. Um, if it was anybody on any team, 
it, it would still be funny to watch them just be extremely bad against your favorite team. Um, but it's even better because it's him and the Yankees. I, I, and just to, to clarify another point on him, I, I didn't like him before he was on the Yankees. He, after winning the World Series with Houston, was a free agent after that year. He refused to wear the championship hat. He was wearing like a free agent hat or something like that. Now, I know we're a big fan of the free agent hats and the league hats and things like that, uh, Dill. But right after your team won the World Series, a major accomplishment, you're a big part of the team, and you're just bailing on the team like that because you want money, it, it, it pisses me off. The Yankees have, I think, won one game against the Sox this year. I think that's that's the stat. They've won one game against the Sox. They're terrible. Yeah, not great. It's, it's, I mean, the Red Sox suck. Like, don't be wrong. But the Yankees are horrid. They're so bad. Uh, Cam, you want to defend Garrett Cole? Yeah, I feel like I always have to come to Garrett Cole's rescue. Um, I, I mean, most of you from a pitcher, just except for not not losing to the Red Sox, is what you're asking for. Because outside of the Red Sox, he's just unbelievable. He's, it's not like he's he's been pretty good. He's really good. He's a very good pitcher. He's one of the best in the league still. And he has been since he went to the Yankees. He hasn't really fallen off. He's won us a lot of games. So you're just looking at the Red Sox games here, which I understand. That's your take stick with it. But he, he's, he's still very good. I'm not saying he's a bad league. pitcher. I'm not saying he's a bad pitcher. I'm saying the Red Sox own him. It's weird. Yes. It's no, weird. he was he was pretty bad for He was bad years. for a year after the spider attack thing. He wasn't good. No, I, mean, I mean, he still had, like, the strikeouts in the league, but he wasn't... I don't remember him ever being bad on the Yankees. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not. What's bad? Let me fuck up the stats. Maybe bad for him. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I remember yeah, him. I mean, he's one of the most consistent. I'm looking at it. He had a three-and-a-half ERA, went 13-8 and eight with the Yankees in 2022 last year. That yeah, wasn't that's pretty good. That's not... That's, <laughs> that's, his worst, that's his worst season since the Pirates in 2017. I remember there was a stretch. The only reason I remember him being bad was because of the spider tax stuff. It was like, oh, they, they're checking for this stuff now. He put up a stink yeah. about it, and then he was, like, not pitching well. It might have just been a stretch. He, I think he goes, through, he goes through phases maybe of, like, a couple of games in a row. Yeah, especially maybe that, the Red Sox, maybe, maybe at that point. It's fine. Overall, he does, he does good for the team, especially at the beginning of this year, but... You just we better hope win. that when you guys do get back to the playoffs, you don't run into the Sox. That's all. No, I never want to, ever. <laughs> um, all right, what else do we have to speak of, speak on? Oh, Aaron Judge is really good, by the way. I know you, you brought him up briefly. Yankees just won. Um, they just beat the Nationals 9-1. to one. And uh, good friend Aaron here, welcome back. He had three home runs this <laughs> He's juicing. Yeah, no, he's just hitting three and trying to save the city. No, he's a freak. He's very, very good. Oh, did you did speaking of Yankees and Aaron Judge? Did you see the rings picture? Mm -hmm. So he signed a deal with Jordan, and you know the yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. So he took a picture mimicking the famous picture of Michael Jordan with his six rings on. He's never won one. If I'm his PR guy, I'm like, no, dude, you're not doing that. Like, well, you're, you didn't have any rings on the picture. I know, but this still, I'm just, I'm not saying, like, clearly he's not going to put on fake championship ring. He was wearing a ring, by the way. It was a Jordan ring. But it's not the fact that he was, like, right. it's not that he was putting, it's just, like, it's so, like, that's not smart. Like, that's going to get mean. That's going to get posted everywhere every time you guys lose. Like, you're the worst team in the in the division right now, like you should not be like doing that picture. You should pick another picture, jump over something and do the, do the MJ pose, but don't take a picture like him with the rings. That that's insane to me. Um, all right. What else is going on in sports? Anything? Oh, the Florida Gators documentary came out. Um, now, I was very excited for this. I watched the Johnny Manziel one that came out recently. It was awesome. 
it was like, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't know like the details of Johnny's story. I remember him playing college football. I wasn't super locked into him. I know he was a controversial figure. I remember the night he got drafted. I remember all that stuff, but I didn't know like the ins and outs of his story. It was awesome. So I got really, really, really excited for this Gators documentary because they are, I think that team, that those teams, that was four years with Myers or five years or whatever it was, Urban Meyer, is one of the most interesting college football teams of all time, if not the, I mean, the amount of bad dudes they had on that team, the problems they had, Urban Meyer's exit with this fake heart attack and stuff, I find it fascinating and not just because they're my favorite team. I think it's just super interesting. T-ball factor. And they and so I started watching it and they started off just like covering the, you know, their kind of rise to success in, under Meyer's first year um, and like how they had struggled a little bit and how they overcame it. And then like episode two, I start watching and it's kind of more the same. And it's about like how Tebow got recruited and um, like just still like they're all football. And it's an interesting football story. It's interesting to see like how they, how they viewed themselves and how they game plan and stuff like that. But there's like, they talk, they talked about Aaron Hernandez once they talked about the Pouncey brothers once they talked about, they didn't mention Carlos Dun, Dunlap who got a DUI before the biggest SEC championship game in Florida history. Um, they talked about, they did not talk about Cam Newton. They mentioned him once. They didn't talk about how he got kicked off the team for stealing a laptop. There was just so many like stories that they didn't cover. And I was incredibly disappointed um, by the, by the whole thing. It was just an urban Meyer, like puff piece, essentially. Uh, don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that, considering you probably haven't watched it, but. No, I haven't watched any of it. I didn't, I mean, I thought it was going to be really good, but once you told me you didn't like it, I'm, I'm over it. Uh, the Johnny Mantel one I will watch, though I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, you got to watch that. It's very good. That's why I was so disappointed, because the Johnny one was awesome. Awesome. But this one stunk. Um, Dell, do you have any thoughts on any of that stuff? I know you're not a college football guy. Um, I was actually just talking about this team the other day. Um, some guys on my baseball team. Uh, I would agree, Trey, that this is, and I think most people agree, this is one of the craziest college football teams those few years. And they were so good, um, too. That's the other thing. They were so and, good. And this is prime. I mean, absolutely prime for one hell of a documentary. And by the sounds of it, it doesn't sound like they did a very good job. That's, that is very disappointing. Um, yeah. If they could get some, like, somebody who, like, knew something to, like, I don't know, like, other players on the team would, like, come out and talk about things, that'd be insane. Um, but it sounds like that's not the case. It is sad. Yeah, I mean, they mentioned, like, some discipline issues. Like, they talked about uh, Chris Rainey, who was, like, a running back. They talked about him getting in trouble for weed. It was, like, nothing. And then, like, they talked about... Um, Aaron Hernandez beating a guy up at, at a, a bar when Tebow was there. Um, and he was like, I should have done more. And that's, that was it. That was it. Tebow just saying like, I should have, I should have been there for him more. And like, that was that. And like, there is a great Netflix documentary on Aaron Hernandez. I forget what it's called, but there is a great one um, that goes way more in depth. It's more about the murder case itself, but. Um, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Big, big uh, gay guy. Aaron Hernandez didn't know that, but um, yeah, just disappointing. And and they're doing a documentary that's supposed to be like a ten part documentary on the life of uh, Jerry Jones, which is an incredibly interesting story. But it just makes you think. Okay, they're probably just gonna prop him up and say how great of an owner he is and how great of a GM he is and everything like that. And it's just not the case, especially for the Cowboys who haven't won in you know, almost 30 years. So um, it's just disappointing, I think. The Johnny Manziel one, though, is sick. You should check it out. All right. Um, anything else? Before? We don't have a list, guys. So if anybody has a topic that they want to cover, we can 
do that. Or if you want to talk more sports, I um, Madden came out. It sucks. Um, that happened this week. But that's not really a story because it always sucks. Um, Austin Matthews signed a four-year. Oh yeah, I did see that. Today. I don't really know what that means. Like, like he's a good player, right? But they don't ever do anything. He's since joining the league, 2016. He's had the most goals scored, 299. Beats McDavid by like two. How old is? I feel like he never gets talked about. It's always McDavid. Um, I know he's good. Like, I just don't know anything about him other than he's good. Like, and he plays for a choke, a choking dog team. So hockey is like one of those sports where I feel big stars that come up with a team oftentimes stay with that, with that team. Yeah. More sure. st- mo- way more than basketball, way more than, I, w- I would still say way more than baseball, though there are. Baseball's probably like close second. Oh, I guess not way more than that. I would say baseball's close second. And then more than football outside of quarterbacks. Um, I'm not surprised he signed an extension. So uh, that's good for the team there. But yeah, they're, they're, they are a notorious joke job. Yeah, I mean, good for them. And um, I mean, I... I I don't know. I don't know enough about the Leafs. I just know that they are joking dogs. That's all I know. Did you hear about Tuka Rask the other day? <coughs> he was playing drums down by yeah. Fenway. I've, yeah. been, I've, I've been to that bar quite a bit, Loretta's. Uh, it's a fun, fun country bar, believe it or not. I have, anyway. a, I have a friend who works with Yeah, so um, yeah, it was cool. All right. Uh, now, we've, we've done... List guys where we just come up with it last minute and shoot from the hip, um, and they're always pretty good. Does anyone have something they want to list out? Something they want to power rank? Something they want to draft? I was, I was thinking um, like uh, OCD tendencies, or like something that you have to do that doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah, do it anyway. I have those. I know it's weird. Yep, that um, popped in my head the other day. We could do that. Uh, Cam suggested toys and road trip songs. It's just in the in the um, in the vault. I, I just searched list guys and our messages that we never did. Yeah, um, I think I need like more time for a road trip song list. To be honest with you, I could probably shoot from the yeah, toys. It's a good one though. What do we think? Do we want to do OCD tendencies or like what's a better term? What's a better term for that? Um, habits. Habits. Like, but it's stuff that you like compulsed to do. Yeah, I gotcha. Strange habits. Um, quirks, 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 quirks. All right, uh, Cam, go ahead, lead us off. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, easy, cracking my knuckles. This is something everybody does, but I do it differently. I have to crack both sides the same amount of times. Um, like I'm doing it right now, and when I'm in bed, just laying down, I can't sleep. I, I don't know how Lindsay doesn't yell at me. She's reading her sleep. Um, I do it all the time. It's just constant because I can crack my my thumbs like easily like this. I have to do it with the other one. I crack my wrist, and then my fingers crack my knuckles. Number one. Um. Number well. I think I have to follow suit with my number one is um, cracking my knuckles as soon as someone else does it. <laughs> you just did it, Cam, and I'm like, I need to do it. And I just, that that's 100% true. If I see anybody, like, if they're cracking their neck or whatever, because I crack my neck, today, my back, anything, as soon as somebody else does it, I have to do it. It's like yawning. All right, um, my number one, I'm going with a bad habit that I have that I have to do, biting my nails. I love biting my nails. I've tried to stop. I can't do it. I I put the gross nail polish that tastes like crap on my nails. I still chew through that anyway. Um, Picked it up from my mom when I was a kid. She was a nail biter, maybe still is, and uh, I I still do it. And um, yesterday, really, 
I really went to town. Like I was, I was sitting at my desk at work and I realized like, dude, you got to relax. Like I was just chewing them down. It's a real problem. Um, I sometimes, you know, I'll bite too, too deep into the nail bed and like get like, it'll hurt and it'll hurt for a while. Um, so vitamin nails, number one for me. Uh, um, number two, I go again. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a weird one that I do, uh, avoiding cracks when I'm walking. Um, I don't always do this. I don't think, but if I'm like paying attention, if I'm like looking down, I'm walking, I'm not stepping on cracks, whether they're like cracks in the sidewalk or, you know, the cracks, you know, between the, the plates they have on the sidewalk. I don't know what the term would be. Um, I, I try, I, I avoid them. I don't know why step on a crack, make your break mother's back. But, um, I just, I do my best to step over them. So avoiding cracks. Back to Bill. Sorry. Um, uh, one thing I have to do, um, is I have to let the microwave go down to zero. If it doesn't go down to zero, I have a wow. attack. It's a good one. Wow. It has to go down to zero. Linnea will turn it off at two seconds, and it bugs the hell out of me. I'm like, you click that start button right now, or I'm going to get off the couch and go do it myself. See, I it let has it to go down to zero. I don't let it get to. I do let it get to zero, but I buzzer beat it. I have to buzzer beat it. Like as soon as it hits zero, I have to press the button. Uh-huh. Well, I'll do that too. It just has to get to zero. I'm not leaving it primed with six seconds left. Absolutely not. That's psycho. Yeah. Cam, you disagree? Um, yeah, I'm in, I'm in disagree. I'll, I'll cancel it though. Like, it's not like I can't, like I'll take it out at six and then just hit the cancel button and go on and eat my soup. Yeah, but why put it in cool? for a, why put it in for a minute if you're only going to do it for 54 seconds? Oh, you're going to hate this. I just clicked the 30 second button a bunch of times. Until oh, I, I do hate that. I can't stand that. Yeah. It's a recent thing. I've been doing 30 second button. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't um, do it. Another one. A lot of people I think have, or at least they should. TV cannot be on an odd volume. Hey, the volume on the TV has to be an even number. Um, Lindsay gets so mad at me because she'll put the remote down and make her pick it back up and now uh, change it. But preferably 15, 15 is the only one that can make an exception. Four kind of any other odd number can't do it. Um, no. That's, I've, I've not heard that one before. Really? I don't I've do that. that one. Um, um, I'm, I'm still up here. Number three. I'm going to follow suit with you. This one's even crazier. It's not specifically cracks, but whenever I'm stepping into a room or over a crack or onto a staircase, it has to be my left foot first. Really? That's It's a real thing. Wow. Yep. <laughs> That's um, wild. I wouldn't be able to like, think that through enough. It has to be I, left foot first? It's like you said, like if you're, if I'm thinking about it, I'm sure there's times if I, if I'm just running around, whatever, obviously, and, uh, but if I'm looking down at the street or if I'm actively like looking up, looking up a flight of stairs every time, left foot first. But it just stems from when I was a kid, been doing it for 20 years. Interesting. <laughs> That's insane. This is a good list. Um, number three, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull an audible. I guess if that's the right term, I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback, I'm going to piggyback off cams. Um, cause it's similar. It's not only does the, like, it's not the audio has to be on an odd number or on an even number. It has to be on a number that's divisible by five. Okay. See that one. I understand more of that it's one. Gotta I get, be, I get it's gotta of. be 20, 25, 30, and same thing for the car radio, and same thing for the heat in, or yeah. AC in the car. It has to be oh sets God. of fives, or I'm, 
Like I just got yeah. I'm like I'm not I'm not leaving it at seventy four. It's got to be seventy. What if it's too hot or too cold? Eighty or seventy. See, I relate to that one more. On my TV, it goes from 20 to 25 to 15. Like, And most things I do, I, I find like a divisible by five. That one I relate to more, which makes me think, why did I think it was so weird that Cam said it had to be an even number? But I guess I just didn't realize I did that until you said it. Um, it has to be five. I'm shocked this one didn't get taken by you, Dill. Um, and it's kind of, again, following suit with the stepping aspect that's kind of prevailed through this list. Stepping over the lines at, on a baseball field. Um, no, I step on the line all the time. Now, see, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I don't find myself on baseball fields often, especially lined ones. Uh, but back in the day, I don't Actually, think I ever I stepped on a line I in my career. I don't think one time I stepped on a line in my career. Uh, I always hop over it. I still hop over the base path when I'm when I'm running out uh, for any reason that I'm on a baseball field. But uh, not stepping on those lines. That's bad luck. Everybody knows it. Um, so don't step on the lines. Uh, my next one is I need – this is maybe not – I don't know if this fits. I mean it should, but I need a screen on when I go to sleep. Um, it's not just noise. Like I've done the white noise stuff. Um, I need a screen on whether it's my computer or the TV or something. I need to have a screen and noise and a little bit of light. Uh, it's not like a fear of the dark or anything. It just helps me sleep. There was a time period. Um, there was a time period about, uh, six months ago now where I was getting away from that. Um, and then I started living alone and I got right back on it. So need need um need that in my life. Dill. I know That's you sometimes one, have headphones in, so you can relate to that. Oh yeah, I sleep with a headphone in every single night. Yeah. It's hard for me to not. Um I'm thinking more O C D tendency though. Um, um Here's one. When when I am like turning on or off a faucet, it has to be lined up. Like if I turn off the faucet and it's like one of those ones with a little handle, that that boy better be vertical. It, it, it ain't bending forward or back. Same thing with the knobs. If it's one of the knobs that's like got the hot and cold on it, those letters are going to match up. It just can't not. Like, they, they, they better face you. You know what I'm saying? Not really. Um, I can't really explain it better than that. Uh, okay. Uh, Cam? Cam? You're muted. Sorry, I thought, yep, I was muted, yep. Okay, I got a great one. This one is is the same type of uh, volume type deal. You might think I'm absolutely insane for this one. When I set cruise control, it has to end in a nine or a four. That is weird. <laughs> Let me explain why. Because the speed limit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, was I get it. No, I get it. Is, and so if I'm going so 14, nine over, I would go either nine over or fourteen over. Most of the time, um, or 19 over, depending on you know if you can get away with it. But it's it just makes it seem better. Pops in my mind if I'm not going 15 or 20 over. I don't know why it's always been like that. Um, I think I heard it maybe once, and it probably isn't true. But it's, I, you know, I've only gotten caught pulled over once. Uh, I've never used cruise control in my life. Oh, I love cruise control. Oh, wow. Cruise control is great. All right. I'm going to go with one that uh, I have an honorable mention, but it's, it's more of like the biting my finger. I'm going to go with deleting, deleting my emails, my work emails. My entire inbox is empty right now. 
Right, you really had a single one, basically. Yeah, I can't stand when people have emails, especially if they're on red. Uh, that goes for anything, messages, you know, mm-hmm. notifications. Notifications cannot be a thing. Me neither. I, I have to get rid of them. When my Facebook app today, uh, if the notification want to go away, I reset my phone. Yeah, I do the same thing. Um, but more importantly, emails, um, I can't have them in my inbox. I use my inbox as a to-do list, so I make sure everything's done, and then I immediately send it away, never to be seen again. That's a good one, Cam. Um, at my work, I have over 60,000 emails in my inbox. They're, they're all red, but I leave them there because I have to, like, reference them even ones from like three years ago every once so i have to search for it and try to find it and i ain't like putting it in a folder or anything um my number five i'm gonna go uh close um in like there is a certain order there's two, there's a couple things there's a certain order of my dresser and you did you don't screw with it that's the order it's like Socks on the top, underwear on the top, shirts, shorts, pants. Like that's the way it's got to go. Yes. If you do it any other way, you're wrong. But um, the the big thing is in my closet. All of my shirts and sweatshirts and everything they have to face the right way and they have to face the left. Yeah, it used to be like that. Not so much anymore. Have to face to the left, and they all have to face it. All right, my last one is uh, I have to take off my socks with my feet in bed. That's how I operate. I get in with my socks on, and then I take them off. <laughs> you wiggle them off? With my toes. I, I used to do that as a kid. I still do it. I love it. I haven't done, I haven't done that in ages. Oh, it feels great. I don't know why. Just... I don't. I guess I don't do it every night, but I do it the majority of the nights. I'm always like, where the hell are my socks? And I'll check like between my sheets, and I have like a pile. And it's just like, oh yeah, um, just a subconscious thing that I do. One thing I have to do with socks is I can't. I have to put two socks in the hamper at a time. Like if I don't put two in at a time, like if I only have one, it's not going in. I'm waiting till I find a second one and then I put it in. Because <laughs> there better be an even number that better match up. Yeah, that's always a struggle for me is finding a matching pair. I don't know how I just one sock disappears, but it does. It's in the bottom of your bed. Yeah. All right. Um, Tucker said he was going to be on after work. Uh, he said he wouldn't be on until after 10. It's 1041. He's not here. Um, I got uh, some honorable mentions. Oh, go ahead. One of them was going to be grinding my teeth. I've recently noticed I have an oral fixation, so I eat, eat sunflower seeds all day. And I think when I'm not eating them, I need to just chew on something, and it's really been affecting my life. <laughs> so, um, also, putting money in denominational order in your wallet. Hey, yep, has to be. I don't know. Has that. to be real. Now, for no. me, it doesn't have to be in the same order, like like orientation, but it has to be in the right order. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. I'm trying to think. I used to have some weird ones when I was a kid. My parents had to actually like get me checked out for stuff because I used to spin. I used to spin all the time. I also I have I love a, being dizzy. I have a very weird thing that I I have certain things that I like certain words that I used to remember and like think if I could like try to remember them later on in the day to try to test my memory and I got to do it so much that I just constantly kept remembering these random words and I still to this day remember words that I like would remember in like third grade. Wow. Welcome to Wasted Takes Therapy. I need it. <laughs> I need a mind eraser. <laughs> Great roller coaster, mind eraser. Great roller coaster. Uh, it hurts my head. Oh, it's now the red. It's got to be the last ride. Right in the ears. 
It's now called the Riddler. Riddler's Revenge or something like that. Um, Gotta be the last one you ride because you gotta go home after that one. Yeah. Um, Alright, uh, Tucker's not here, so we will not be getting a take from him, No, nor will we be reviewing his movie. Now, I know Dylan did go. I did. Uh, Linnea said that uh, you had to explain everything that happened to her. <laughs> she, lean, she leans over in the middle. Um... Or actually, the beginning, and she leans over and she goes, Can you explain what a communist is? Yeah, that was the <laughs> funniest go, thing. I go, Not in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, she sent me a list of all the things she asked you about, and the first one was, What is communism and what is a communist? I was like, Linnea, that's stuff. I was like, That, I, was, I said to her, You're not a, not a, not a big history buff, are you? <laughs> um, um so, right, yeah, so we did go and see it. That was uh, Monday. We got the Monday matinee, $7. Oh, can't beat that. Um, so we'll, we'll cover that, I guess, next week. And then that's probably, that might be our last one. I think we'll have one more movie after that. Um, but I think that's all we got tonight. Uh, sorry Tucker couldn't make it. He'll probably be jumping on Skype any minute now. And uh, just, we'll be gone. But uh, we'll have two polls for you again next week. Just do this like bi-weekly now with the polls. Something always comes up where I don't get them out. Um, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you next time. So long. Yeah.